The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. It's so good to have you join NUMA Podcast today. The key text for this podcast is Genesis chapter 13, verse number 5 to 12. Lot also, who went with Abram, had flocks and herds and tents. The land was not able to bear them, that they might live together, for their substance was great, could not live together. There was strife between the herdsmen of Abram's cattle and the herdsmen of Lot's cattle, and the Canaanite and the Perizzite lived then in the land. Abram said to Lot, Please, let there be no strife between me and you, and between my herdsmen and your herdsmen, for we are relatives. Isn't the whole land before you? Please separate yourself from me. If you go to the left hand, then I will go to the right, or if you go to the right hand, then I will go to the left. Lot lifted up his eyes and saw all the plain of the Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere, before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. It was like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt as you go to Zoar. So Lot chose the plain of the Jordan for himself. Lot traveled east, and they separated themselves the one from the other. Abram lived in the land of Canaan, and Lot lived in the cities of the plain, and moved his tent as far as Sodom. Now the men of Sodom were exceedingly wicked and sinners against the Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you once again for another privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. Lord, I ask today that you will bless and sanctify the sound of my voice so that as many that will listen to Numa podcast will be blessed. And Father, I pray that we will learn our lesson from this podcast today. As we make decisions, as we make choices, O oh God, that will have not only uh, material consequence, but also eternal consequence. And I pray that you will help us each day as we make our choices so that we can avoid those choices that seems so easy, but yet detrimental to the rest of our lives. All of this, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The title of this podcast is The Consequence of Going with the Plane. The Consequence 
of going with the plane. In the next few minutes, we will be looking at the story that has been told and retold about a certain family whose decision of going with the plain land of Sodom ended up in a moral and mortal tragedy. However, it seems that readers of our key text today always focus on only one aspect of the story. The immorality of the citizens of Sodom, even though it impacted on the story of Lot so much. It's important to state at this stage that living and working in Sodom was not at all that bad for Lot until his theophanic encounter at the city's gate. I said this because of the biblical account of the fact that Lot was so rich to the extent that his wealth and that of his uncle Abram necessitated their separation. You find this in Genesis chapter 13 verse 6. So, it makes sense that the Sodomites recognized his disposition as a rich person, that they accorded him the privilege of joining their exclusive club of important men in the city. By sitting at the gates of the city, Lot is able to meet firsthand with both friends and enemies. The biblical coloration of the city gate is so important that it was included in the Abrahamic covenant as noted in Genesis chapter 22 verse 17. It says, Blessing, I will bless you, and multiplying, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore and your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. To take charge of the gate of the enemy's city means assuming total control of the city. Biblical city gates are similar to contemporary high streets. Places of various kinds of business activities, including protection against invaders, commercial dealings, judiciary, court of public opinion, medias, etc. The Bible tells us that the heavenly visitors met Lot at the gate of the city. The two angels arrived at Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gateway of the city. When he saw them, he got up to meet them and bowed down with his face to the ground. My lords, he said, please turn aside to your servant's house. You can wash your feet and spend the night and then go on your way early in the morning. You find this in Genesis chapter 19 verse 1 to 3. There are several scriptures alluding to the significance of the city gate, including Deuteronomy chapter 21 verse 18 to 21, Ruth chapter 4 verse 1 to 11, 1 Samuel chapter 4 verse 18, 2 Samuel chapter 18 verse 1 to 5, 
In fact, Proverbs chapter 1, verse 20 to 21 categorically states the importance of the city gate. Out in the open wisdom calls aloud. She raises her voice in the public square. On top of the wall, she cries out at the city gate. She makes her speech. This is how important the city gate was in ancient culture. Our key scriptures today, Genesis chapter 13 verse 5 to 12, identifies the cause of the trouble that Lot encountered as a result of his decision to go with the plain land of Sodom. From the very beginning of their journey, something went wrong with the choice that Lot made. Lot, a nephew of patriarch Abraham, who later became Abraham, following the kind invitation of his uncle, made the decision to go with the plain land of Sodom. Like many of us today, he probably but selfishly wanted the best expanse of the land for himself and his family. Little did he know that such decision was going to be detrimental to his future. And you find this in verse number 8 to 9 of Genesis chapter 13, which says, So Abraham said to Lot, Let's not have any quarreling between you and me, or between your herders and mine, for we are close relatives. Is not the whole land before you? Let's part company. If you go to the left, I will go to the right. If you go to the right, I'll go to the left. Abraham gave Lot the first option to choose what was best for him and Lot wasted no time in making clear his choice. The choices we make demonstrate our innate character of the value we hold. It is therefore difficult to distinguish a person from the value they hold. This was aptly demonstrated by the choice Lot made. If Abraham, knowing the character of his nephew, had helped him in making that decision, things would have been undoubtedly different. But because of Abraham's personal relationship with God, he didn't do that. He would have chosen the plain of Sodom and stay strong while his weaker nephew would have avoided the trouble that Sodom brought him. But again, God created every human being as a free will moral agent with the power of choice. And Abraham, being a friend of God, would not change the principle that qualifies him thus. This leads us to the question, was Lot aware of the disrepute of the Sodomites? This question is best answered by Lot himself. Unfortunately, my friends, he is not present with us today. From what we can read, however, in Genesis chapter 13 verse 10 and 13, which says, Lot looked around and saw that the whole plain of the Jordan towards Zohar was well watered like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt. 
Now, the people of Sodom were wicked and were sinning greatly against the Lord. These verses can at least provide us with a template to work with. Verse number 10 of Genesis 13 tells us that Lot looked around and saw. This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. This means he did not just look left and right as we do when we cross intercessions and made an abrupt choice to cross but it could well mean that he consciously researched the whole plain of Jordan towards Zohar and he found that it was well watered like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt. In making such decision, it seems that Lot considered several factors. One, it was well irrigated and able to sustain his family and herds. Two, the area of his choice was very beautiful, comparable to the garden of the Lord. However, what Lot appeared to have forgotten to include in his research was the most important aspect, the character and reputation of the Sodomites. Therefore, the plausible verdict is that the unimpressive reputation of Sodom was obviously known to Lot. Yet, he chose to go with the plain in spite of this awareness. We too need to ask ourselves the pertinent question whether the choices we are making are based on the superficial or the supernatural. Perhaps Lot failed to ask God for wisdom to make decision. Here is what the Bible says in the book of James chapter 1 verse 5. If you want to know what God wants you to do, ask him and he will gladly tell you. For he is always ready to give a bountiful supply of wisdom to all who ask him. He will not resent it. Let me add by saying that there is a difference between wisdom and knowledge. Wisdom implicates an inherent attitude to make sound judgments about things while knowledge is intentionally acquired through learning. To simply put, for the sake of this podcast, wisdom comes from within and knowledge comes from without. And this is why James appealed to his readers to ask God for wisdom. Lot missed the opportunity to make the right choice for his circumstances by not constructively seeking or actively seeking wisdom from God or from the friend of God, which Abraham, his uncle, was. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 22 says this, Plans go wrong with too few counselors. Many counselors bring success, 
when we seek counsel, we seek wisdom and are guided to make the right choice in life. As I said at the beginning of this podcast, Lot had a good time living in the city of Sodom, but not without much problems. As time progresses, he experienced war. You find this in Genesis chapter 14 verse 11. He experienced kidnapped, Genesis chapter 14 verse 12. He experienced torment, Genesis chapter 19 verse 1 to 11. He lost all his wealth. He lost his wife. You find all this in Genesis 19.26. And subsequently an incestuous relationship with his daughters. Genesis chapter 19 verse 30 to 36. Once we are born into the human family, we are constrained to make choices whether we like it or not. And it is to this aspect of our existence that the story of Lot appeals. It brings to our consciousness the importance of making the right choices in our lives. In this life, aside from making the all-important choice to follow Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, there are other existential choices we must make that are also important and can impact greatly on how we apply ourselves to serving God and be better example to the world around us and determine our places in eternity. And such decisions comes in form of career. For example, our career choice can have an enduring impact on our marriage, family, and in our service to God because some career may commandeer you away from your family. Choosing whom to marry is on my list as very important decisions to make because whether we like it or not, it has the propensity to define the level of happiness we can have in life. If you are unhappy, it would be difficult to stay in the course of faith and serving God faithfully and properly. And not only that, it will impact on your children and their emotional well-being. And reversing the initial choice may not necessarily change much of the problem already cursed. Having French is great, but it's important you choose those who shares the same life principles as you and those who add value to your persona. Here is what Proverbs chapter 13 verse 20 has to say. Become wise by walking with the wise. Hang out with fools and watch your life fall into pieces. Again, Proverbs chapter 12 verse 26 advised, The righteous should choose his friends carefully, for the way of the wicked leads them astray. Lastly, but not the least, choosing where to live may be determined by several factors, countless to mention here. 
It may even be for the right reasons, but the child of God must be careful as in other existential decisions when choosing where to live. Let us look at Psalm 1 verse 6. It says this, For the Lord watches over all the plans and paths of godly men, but the paths of the godless lead to doom. Although Lot made the wrong choice, still God was watching over him where he was living in Sodom. That was why the angels came to his rescue because of the intercession of his uncle. Lot could have saved himself and his family all the trouble that they had if only he was wise enough to make the right choice of not choosing a wicked city like Sodom to live. But no, he did. As I bring this podcast to a conclusion, my brothers and sisters, I want to remind you that the story we read in the Bible are not there to entertain us, but they are there for our learning as they can provide us valuable life lessons. Abraham's part in the story teaches us the value of faith in God. Abraham trusted God that whatever area is left for him to take would be well worth it, and it did for him. But with Lot, it was not so. His choice of Sodom was a grave and destructive mistake. And this is a lesson for us on decision we are making. The importance of making the right choice and the consequence of making the wrong ones. The overall good news is this. Though Lot chose the plain land of Sodom, for selfish reason and had his testimony tainted, the unmerited favor of God was ever present, even in time of his need. God was faithful and did not forget him. Twice God intervened in his life physically and righteousness was attributed to him according to 2 Peter chapter 2 verse 6 to 9. It says this, If he condemned the city of Sodom and Gomorrah by burning them to ashes and made them an example of what is going to happen to the ungodly, and if he rescued Lot, a righteous man who was distressed by the depraved conduct of the lawless, for that righteous man living among them day after day was tormented in his righteous soul by the lawless deed he saw and heard. My dear brothers and sisters, the story of Lord's blunder should serve as a lesson to us, particularly when we are confronted with important decisions. Let your decision therefore be based upon the will of the Lord and not material quality as wrong steps would impact on your eternal destiny when you decide to go with the plane. My prayer today is that the Lord God will help you and will help me in the decisions we make.
Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you once more for a time like this. Thank you, Lord, for as many that has listened to this podcast and even those who will be listening. And I pray, God, that you help us to make the right choices, make the right decisions, correct those we can correct, and move on according to your plans for our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.